I'm, I'm really speaking about all of humanity, you know, without exception of anybody, you know. And I, I know that um, a lot of the content in the songs is very heavy, you know, but uh, see, fantasy is what people want, but reality is what they need. And I've just retired from the fantasy part because I realized that. Uh, Modern day 
precious thou, yeah, yeah. And what a high price to pay. People losing themselves for every day. You've got them, you've got them so confused. They gladly chose to stay away. You say you've taken your chains away, but we still feel it in this modern day. Still feel it in this modern day. Joyful exaltation. 
full exaltation to those who liberate themselves. Joyous, joyful exaltations and greetings to those that liberate themselves. Welcome, beautiful loves, to Awake and Aware. I am the MC, Mistress of Ceremony, Mariama Tanay. Blessings, greetings, and love to all within the listening ear. Tonight's theme is Cognitive Dissonance. Cognitive Dissonance. We're going to start off in the praise up as there is nothing new under the sun that the Most High has not already revealed. Starting off in Mark 9.23-29, to 29, Jesus said unto him, If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. And straightway the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe, help thou mine unbelief. When Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the foul spirit, saying unto him, Thou dumb and deaf spirit, I charge thee, come out of him, and enter no more into him. And the spirit cried, and rent him sore, and came out of him. And he was as one dead, insomuch that many said, He is dead. But Jesus took him by the hand, and lifted him up, and he arose. And when he was come into the house, his disciples asked him privately, Why could not we cast him out? And he said unto them, This kind can come forth by nothing but prayer and fasting. Matthew eighteen eighteen to 19 Verily I say unto you, Whatsoever ye shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever ye shall lose on earth shall be loosened in heaven. Again I say unto you, that if two of you shall agree on the earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them, which is my Father, which is in heaven. James 1, 5-8 If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, that giveth to all men liberally, and unbraideth not, and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering, for that wavereth is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. James 4, 7-4.10 Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts. Ye double-minded, be afflicted and mourn and weep, and let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to heaviness. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, 
and he shall lift you up. Psalms 119-165 Great peace have they which love thy law, and nothing shall offend them. Romans 7.23 But I see another law in my members, warring against the law of my mind, and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. Romans 8.7 Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. And Hebrews 11.5-8 By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death, and was not found, because God had translated him. For before his translation, he had this testimony, that he pleased God. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him by faith, being warned of God, of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by the which he condemned the world, and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed and went out, not knowing whither he went. Proverbs 14.5 A faithful witness will not lie, but a false witness will utter lies. Proverbs 25.19 Confidence in an unfaithful man in time of trouble is like a broken tooth and a foot out of joint. Matthew 9.22 But Jesus turned him about, and when he saw her, he said, Daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith hath made thee whole. And the woman was made whole from that hour. We're going to take a music moment and come back with tonight's theme, Cognitive Dissonance, Blessings, and Grace.
don't know your story Or all the things you've been through I stand here to encourage you To tell you it's not the Everything you've been through was only to test you. So I stand here to encourage you, to tell you it's not the
Blessings and grace, and welcome to tonight's theme, 
cognitive dissonance. This musing, cognitive dissonance, the definition of it is a psychological conflict resulting from incongruous, out-of-place, ill-matched beliefs and attitudes held simultaneously. The theory of cognitive dissonance proposes that people are adverse to inconsistencies within their own mind. It offers one explanation for why people sometimes make an effort to adjust their thinking when their own thoughts, words, or behaviors seem to clash with each other. When one learns new information that challenges a deeply held belief, for example, or acts in a way that seems to undercut a favorable self-image, that person may feel motivated to somehow resolve the negative feelings that results to restore cognitive consonance. Agreement. Cognitive agreement. at onement Atonement. Overstand. Though a person may not always resolve cognitive dissonance, the response to it may range from ignoring the source of it to change one's beliefs or behavior to eliminate the conflict. When someone tells a lie and feels uncomfortable about it because he fundamentally sees himself as an honest person, he may be experiencing cognitive dissonance. That is, there is mental discord related to a contradiction between one thought, in this case knowing one did something wrong, and another thinking that one is honest. Cognitive dissonance poses a challenge. How can we resolve the uncomfortable feeling that arises when our own thoughts or actions clash with each other? Some responses may be more constructive than others. There are a variety of ways people are thought to resolve the sense of dissonance when cognition doesn't seem to fit together. They may include denying or compartmentalizing unwelcome thoughts, seeking to explain away a thought that doesn't comport with others, or changing what one believes or one's behavior. The term cognitive dissonance is used to describe the mental discomfort that results from holding two conflicting beliefs, values, or attitudes. People tend to seek consistency in their attitudes and perception, so this conflict causes feelings of unease or discomfort. The inconsistency between what people believe and how they behave motivates people to engage in actions that will help minimize feelings of discomfort. People attempt to relieve this tension in different ways, such as rejecting, explaining away, or avoiding new information. Everyone experiences cognitive dissonance to some degree, but that doesn't mean that it's always easy to recognize. Some signs that what you are feeling might be related to dissonance include feeling uncomfortable before doing something or making a decision, trying to justify or rationalize a decision that you've made or an action you have taken, feeling embarrassed or ashamed about something you've done and trying to hide your actions from other people, experiencing guilt or regret about something you've done in the past, 
or doing things because of social pressure or fear of missing out, FOMO, even if it wasn't something you wanted to do. There are a number of different situations that can create conflict that lead to cognitive dissonance, such as forced compliance. Sometimes you might find yourself engaging in behaviors that are opposed to your own beliefs due to external expectations, often for work, school, or social situations. This might involve going along with something due to peer pressure, sometimes learning new information can lead to feelings of cognitive dissonance. If you engage in a behavior that you later learn is harmful, it can lead to feelings of discomfort. People sometimes deal with this either by finding ways to justify their behaviors or finding ways to discredit or ignore new information. People make decisions, both large and small, on a daily basis. When faced with two similar choices, people are often left with feelings of dissonance because both options are equally appealing. Once a choice has been made, however, people will need to find a way to reduce these feelings of discomfort. People accomplish this by justifying why their choice was the best option, so that they can believe that they made the right decision. The degree of dissonance people experience can depend on a few different factors, including how highly they value a particular belief and the degree to which their beliefs are inconsistent. The overall strength of dissonance can also be influenced by different factors, the importance attached to the belief and the number of dissonant beliefs. Cognitions that are more personal, such as beliefs about self and highly valued, tend to result in greater dissonance. And the more dissonant, the more clashing thoughts you have, the greater the strength of the dissonance. Cognitive dissonance can often have a powerful influence on your behaviors and actions. It doesn't just influence how you feel. It also motivates you to take action to reduce feelings of discomfort. Cognitive dissonance can make people feel uneasy and uncomfortable, particularly if the disparity between their beliefs and behaviors involves something central to their sense of self. This discomfort can manifest itself in a variety of ways. People may feel anxiety, embarrassment, regret, sadness, shame, stress. Cognitive dissonance can even influence how people feel about and view themselves, leading to negative feelings of self-esteem and self-worth. Because people want to avoid this discomfort, cognitive dissonance can have a wide range of effects. It can play a role in how people act, think, and make decisions. They may engage in behaviors or adopt attitudes to help relieve the discomfort caused by the conflict. When there are conflicts between cognitions, thoughts, beliefs, opinions, people will take steps to reduce the dissonance and feelings of discomfort. They can go about doing this in different ways, such as adding more positive, supportive beliefs that outweigh dissonant beliefs, reducing the importance of the conflicting belief, and changing your belief. Changing the conflicting cognition is one of the most effective ways of dealing with dissonance, but it's also one of the most difficult, particularly in the case of deeply held values and beliefs such as religious or political leaning. 
Cognitive dissonance isn't necessarily a bad thing. In fact, it can prompt you to make positive changes when you realize your beliefs and actions are at odds. It can be problematic if it leads you to justify or rationalize behaviors that could be harmful, or maybe you can get caught up trying to rationalize the dissonance to the point of stressing yourself out. The next time you find yourself in a moment of cognitive dissonance, take a moment to ask yourself a few questions. What are the two cognitions that aren't fitting together? What actions would I need to take to eliminate that dissonance? Do I need to change any specific behaviors or do I need to change a mindset or belief? How important is it for me to resolve the dissonance? Simply being more aware of how your thoughts and actions fit together can help you develop greater understanding of what's important to you, even if you don't completely eliminate the dissonance. One of the simplest ways to address dissonance is to change one's behavior. And also, changing the environment. Sometimes people can reduce dissonance by changing things in their environment, in particular, in their social environment. Seeking out new information. People can also address feelings of dissonance by processing information in a biased way. They may look for new information that supports their current actions, and they might limit their exposure to information that would make them feel greater levels of dissonance. The bottom line is that everyone experiences cognitive dissonance in some form in their life. It's more common to feel discomfort and like you need to resolve the dissonance when the cognitions are important to you or they conflict heavily with each other. Resolving cognitive dissonance can often lead to positive changes. It doesn't always involve making sweeping changes. Sometimes it's just a matter of changing your perspective on something or developing new patterns of thinking. Take the time to develop cognitive consonants, cognitive agreement, that you can be at one within yourself. We're going to take a music moment and come back with the go and know, blessings and grace.
yourself for freeing yourself after seeing yourself in a world by yourself not knowing yourself to question yourself about yourself that enslaved you <laughs> Thank you. 
Blessings and grace, and welcome to The Go and Know, your news infused with consciousness. Starting off on CBSNews.com, racism has cost the United States $16 trillion Citigroup fines. America could have been $16 trillion richer if not for inequities in education, housing, wages, and business investments between black and white Americans over the past 20 years. New research concludes. The study released this week by Citigroup is the latest in a body of research that attempts to quantify the economic impact of systemic racism. Citigroup arrived at its $16 trillion figure after estimating that black workers have lost $113 billion in potential wages over the past two decades because they couldn't get a college degree. The housing market lost $218 billion in sales because black applicants could not get home loans. About $13 trillion in business revenue never flowed into the economy because black entrepreneurs couldn't access bank loans. What's more, the United States could have $5 trillion and gross domestic product over the next five years if those gaps and others were closed today, the study indicated. Racial inequity has always had an outsized cost, one that was thought to be paid only by underrepresented groups. A Citigroup banking chair, Raymond McGuire, said in a statement, what this report underscores is that this tariff is levied on all of us. Federal Reserve data show that white households' net worth grew 43% to $61,200 between 1995 and 2016, while it remained flat at $34,400 for black families. Moody's Investor Service found that 44% of black households owned their homes in 2019, compared with 74% of white households. The study also highlights the real cost of long-standing discrimination 
against minority groups, especially against black people, and particularly in the United States. Citigroup economist Catherine Mann said in the statement, a McKinsey study released last year explored how these and other inequities have reduced the nation's wealth. The nation's GDP, gross national product, the total value of goods and services could be up to 6% higher by 2028 if the racial wealth gap is closed. The consulting firm concluded, lawmakers must pass targeted policies that boost household income for black Americans in order to address the issue, McKinsey said. The country has over a trillion dollars to gain from the effort, the McKinsey study concluded. Incarceration rates among black Americans, voter suppression efforts, and conscious bias in hiring all play a role in hindering the United States from making strides in closing this gap, Citigroup said. Separately, the financial giant on Wednesday said it would direct $1 billion toward helping close the racial wealth gap, including investing $550 million over the next three years and encouraging home ownership for people of color. Another $50 million would go toward capital investments for Black entrepreneurs. Moving forward to independent.ie, sandwiches and Subway, too sugary to meet legal definition of being bread. The sandwiches at Subway are too sugary to meet the legal definition of bread. The Supreme Court has found that the bread and Subway's heated sandwiches has too much sugar in it to meet the legal definition of being bread. The court ruled that with a high sugar content, the sandwich cannot be deemed as staple food, which attracts a zero VAT rate. It rejected arguments by a Subway franchisee that it was not liable for VAT on some of its takeaway products, including teas, coffees, and heated filled sandwiches. The appeal by Bookfinders Limited included consideration of whether the bread sold in Subway sandwiches fell outside the statutory definition of bread intended under the Value Added Tax Act, VAT, of 1972, to attract a zero VAT rate. The five-judge court ruled the bread in Subway's heated sandwiches falls outside that statutory definition because it has sugar content of 10 pc of the weight of the flour included in the dough. The act provides the weight of ingredients such as sugar, fat, bread, and prover shall not exceed 2 pc of the weight of flour in the dough. The clear intention of the detailed definition of bread in the act was to distinguish between bread as a staple food, which should be a zero PC rated, and certain other baked goods made from dough, Mr. Justice Donal O'Donnell said. Because the Subway's heated sandwiches, such as a hot meatball sandwich, did not contain bread, did not contain quote-unquote bread as defined, it could not be said to be food quote-unquote, for the purpose of the second schedule of the act he held, so the Subway sandwiches are not made with bread. Moving forward to abcnews.go, France to ban the use of wild animals in circuses 
marine parks. France's environment minister has announced a gradual ban on the coming years of the use of wild animals in traveling circuses and on keeping dolphins and killer whales in captivity in marine parks. France's environment minister has announced a gradual ban on using wild animals and traveling circuses on keeping dolphins and killer whales in captivity in marine parks and on raising mink on fur farms. Barbara Pompley, France's Minister of Ecological Transition, said in a news conference Tuesday that bears, tigers, lions, elephants, and other wild animals won't be allowed anymore in traveling circuses in the coming years. It is time to open a new era in our relationship with these wild animals, she said, arguing that animal welfare is a priority. Pompley said the measures will also bring an end to mink farming, where animals are raised for their fur within the next five years. Moving forward to NPR.org, United States statue removals inspire indigenous people in Latin America to topple monuments. The campaign to remove Confederate statues and other symbols of white supremacy in the United States is resonating in Latin America, where protesters have destroyed monuments to European colonizers who brutalized indigenous populations. The latest target was a statue of Sebastian de Belacazar, a Spanish conquistador. He founded the Colombian cities of Papayan and Cali in 1537 while leading a military campaign that killed and enslaved thousands of Misak indigenous people. The time has come to get rid of these statues all across the Americas, said Jesus Maria Aranda, a Misak leader who noted that the De Belacazar statue was built atop a sacred Misak religious site. The conquistadors did so much to damage indigenous peoples. In Mexico City, City Council Member Teresa Ramos wants all traces of the conquistadors erased. She is demanding the removals of statues of Columbus and Hernan Cortes, who conquered the Aztec Empire in the 1500s, and wants streets honoring their memory to be renamed. In this same spirit, President Andres Manuel López Arador sent a letter last year to the Vatican and the Spanish government demanding a formal apology for human rights abuses committed during the conquest. Moving forward to CNN.com. Kentucky Attorney General given until Friday to release grand jury recordings in Breonna Taylor case. The release of the grand jury recordings in the Breonna Taylor case will be delayed until noon Friday, according to a judge's order. The highly unusual public release of secret grand jury proceedings had been expected Wednesday after Jefferson Circuit Court Judge Ann Bailey Smith ordered recordings of the two-and-a-half-day presentation to the panel to be filed with the court by noon local time. Kentucky Attorney General Daniel Cameron has sought a one-week delay in a motion filed Tuesday arguing that it was necessary to protect the interests of witnesses, particularly private citizens named in the recordings. His office wants to redact personal identifiers of any named person. The judge ruled on the motion today and granted an extension until noon on Friday to give us proper time to redact specific personal information 
of witnesses. Elizabeth Hunn, a spokeswoman for the Attorney General, said via email, Brianna Taylor was fatally shot in her Louisville apartment in March by executing a no-knock drug warrant. The grand jury did not indicate any of the officers involved on charges related to her death. The officer was charged in connection with shots he fired into an adjacent apartment. Lawyer for grand juror says questions about the process abound. Hankinson was indicted on three counts of wanton endangerment in the first degree by firing blindly into an adjoining apartment that was occupied. Hankinson has pleaded not guilty. Cameron told the station he did not seek murder charges against Cosgrove or Mattingly. Ultimately, our judgment is that we can charge that we could prove at trial beyond a reasonable doubt was for wanton endangerment against Mr. Hankinson, Cameron said. But Glowgoer told reporters this week that his client's position is what was presented to jurors is not being publicly disclosed. What Attorney General Cameron is continually not answering is, did he give the grand jury the option to charge anyone with anything in addition to the wanton endangerment charges, anything related to Taylor, and did he recommend that they do so, Glogoer said. Did he or did he not present those charges and explain fully how they can apply in this case? The city of Louisville announced on September 15th a $12 million settlement of the family's wrongful death lawsuit. The city also agreed to enact police reforms, which include using social workers to provide support on certain police runs and requiring commanders to review and approve such warrants before seeking judicial approval. Moving forward to APnews.com, Ann Arbor decriminalizes magic mushrooms, psychedelic plants. The city of Ann Arbor has decriminalized psychedelic plants and fungi, including magic mushrooms, and police officers will no longer make them an enforcement focus. City Council voted unanimously September 21st in favor of a resolution declaring it in the city's lowest law enforcement priority. MLLive.com reported, it means that authorities won't investigate or arrest anyone for planting, cultivating, buying, transporting, distributing, engaging in practices with or possessing ethnogenic plants or plant compounds. The resolution defines ethnogenic plants as plants and fungi that contain indolamines and tryptamines and phenethylamines that can benefit psychological and physical wellness, support and enhance religious and spiritual practices, and can reestablish humans' inalienable and direct relationship to nature. The move applies to ayahuasca, ibogaine, mescaline, peyote, cyclobin mushrooms, and other substances with hallucinogenic properties considered illegal under state and federal law. Additionally, the city council called upon the Washtenaw County's prosecutor office to halt prosecution of people involved in the use of such plants and plant compounds. A grassroots group called Decriminalized Nature and Arba, or DNA2, has been lobbying city officials to take up the issue. Last year, Denver became the first United States city 
to decriminalize psychedelic mushrooms, the city was then followed by Oakland and Santa Cruz in California, which decriminalized all ethnogenic plants. And moving forward to the DailyBeast.com, Vatican accuses Team Trump of trying to exploit Pope Francis. Pope Francis has refused to meet Secretary of State Mike Pompeo on his visit to Rome because he thinks the Trump re-election campaign is trying to use him. United States Secretary of State Mike Pompeo is not having a very good Roman holiday, but rather than receiving a hero's welcome as he did last time, complete with a private audience with Pope Francis and a visit to his ancestral home outside of Rome, he was accused of trying to exploit the Pope on President Trump's behalf. The trilateral between the United States, Italy, and the Holy See should have been a pre-election opportunity to show that the United States' relations with Rome are stronger than ever. Instead, it was overshadowed by Italian headlines mocking Trump's debate debacle in Ohio Tuesday night, topped off by an icy cold shoulder from Pope Francis, who refused to meet with him this time around. When pressed earlier in the week about why the pontiff was seemingly snubbing Pompeo after having so warmly welcomed him just one year ago, the Vatican Press Office said the Pope doesn't like to hold audiences with high-ranking government officials so close to important elections. Immediately after speaking, ANSA news agency asked Gallagher to confirm if the reason amounted to exploitation of the Pope in the final stages of the United States presidential campaign. Gallagher answered affirmatively, yes. Yes, that is precisely why the Pope will not meet American Secretary of State Mike Pompeo. The Pope was also said to be upset by Pompeo's comments regarding the Holy See's growing warmth with China and the renewal of a 2018 agreement that aims to bring Chinese Catholics into the fold by legitimizing the Beijing-mandated Chinese Catholic Church. We're going to take a music moment and come back with tech knowledge, blessings, and grace. Politicians creating divisions. This system needs revision. Give the people what they want. Politicians stop gallivant. Give the people what they need. Equal rights and justice, please. Give the people what they want. Politicians stop gallivant. Give the people what they need Equal rights and justice please The people want roots and culture They send Ivy trample vulture Give them markers, Gavi philosophy Select speeches of his majesty Teach them the African roots Let them sip the natural fruits The chickens come home to roost No compromise, no excuse what they want Politicians stop gallivant Give the people what they need Equal rights and justice please Give the people what they want Politicians stop gallivant Give the people what they need Equal rights and justice please We don't need no miseducation We not take no interrogation 
I say that is discrimination Them tactics of intimidation Why they wanna kill my black nation I am chanting for liberation Now go stop till repatriation Give the people what they want Politicians stop Caliban Give the people what they need Equal rights and justice please Give the people what they want Politicians stop Caliban Give the people what they need Equal rights and justice please The children need shelter and food Every family want to live good Some sipping champagne by the pool Some can't find the fees for the school Them hmm. a sit take with the fool You know say me and them couldn't cool I said they too wicked and cruel But them out cause them a Babylon tool Give the people what they want Politicians stop Caliban Give the people what they need Equal rights and justice please Give the people what they want Politicians stop Caliban Give the people what they need Equal rights and justice please Beware of politicians Creating division This system needs revision Your queen considers herself our better by right of blood, by way of lineage, by the grace of conquest, by the confidence of tradition. Your queen asserts this message through her crown. Her church, her parliament, her loyal subjects, her wealth, her relationship with the media and the British Empire, who in turn celebrate her lifestyle, her fashion, her cuisine and her culture. is financed by our taxes, which in turn validates the injustice of class and race discrimination in this here Great Britain, that some are born superior and deserve more just because of where they are from, or who they worship, or who they love, or who their parents are, your queen is not our queen. She does not see us as human. We the immigrants, we the children of immigrants, we the diaspora, we the descendants of the colonized, we claim our right to question your obsolete systems, your racist symbols, your monuments to genocide. We who built your palaces, we who paid blood into your banks, we who died in mines so your crown jewels may have the biggest diamonds. We claim our place at the table and we say, your history is not pure, your empire is not whole, your conscience is not clean, your money was printed in blood, your high horse is three-legged and your royalty wears no clothes and your queen is not our queen, she does not see us as human and we know what we came here to do. We know this system is rigged and the only path to freedom is for the system to burn. And we see 
ourselves as human. We judge our worth not by Christmas speeches or golden jubilees, but by deeds. Our queens walked among us. Our queens led by action, by example. Our queens listened. Our queens made bright futures out of cruel and unfair paths. Our queens cried and laughed. Our queens knew they were just like us. From the beginning, not just when it suited them. Our queens are just like us, and we are human. We need new royalty. Your queen is a reptile.
Blessings and grace, and welcome to Technology. I'll be starting off on biometricupdate.com. United States congressmen push a bipartisan digital ID package. Days after a United States Labor Department administrator told ID tech executives that Washington is losing billions of dollars to online crime, a pair of federal lawmakers introduced legislation to modernize the nation's digital ID infrastructure. The Improving Digital Identity Act of 2020 is being sponsored by four congressmen, Illinois Democrat Bill Foster, Rhode Island Democrat Jim Langevin, Georgia Republican Barry Loudermilk, and New York Republican John Cato. Last week, the administrators of Labor's Unemployment Insurance Office spoke to attendees during a federal ID online conference, saying fraudulent new jobless claims are rampant because digital IDs are unavailable. The Langvin Loudermilk legislation would first create a task force of relevant federal, state, and local government officials to identify what would be needed to create private and secure verification tools for use in public and private transactions, which is where biometrics could come in. Second, it would have NIST create standards for interoperable digital IDs to be used by government agencies that provide digital ID services. Last, the Department of Homeland Security grants would be created for states wanting to upgrade their current IDs so that they meet NIST standards for private and secure digital IDs. By compromising an individual's digital identity, cybercriminals can steal money and sensitive data, says Congressman Kako. In the announcement, we must take steps to modernize these systems and address vulnerabilities. Our bill does this by forming a task force on securing digital identities, establishing a standard framework for federal agencies, and providing digital identity verification services and creating a grant program for states to monetize their system. Moving forward to digitaltrends.com, saving the planet with a fleet of seed-bombing AI reforestation drones. With tragic predictability, 2020 has offered up yet more fraught reminders about the perilous effects of human-induced climate change. In an effort to help combat these changes, an ecosystem restoration company called Dendra Systems has created what is compellingly described as an AI-powered time machine designed to turn back the clock in areas that are particularly adversely affected. To be absolutely clear, no Dendra Systems has not created an actual back-to-the-future-style time machine that can undo pernicious habit-destroying effects of human imposition on the environment. But there is some impressive high-resolution data capture as well as an ecology-trained artificial intelligence system that maps out and assesses degraded land, and a swarm of seed-planting drones that help restore land to the parameters laid out by the AI. Dendra is not the first tech company to explore planting by drone, or as Graham phrased it, tossing some tree seeds onto the ground with drones. In many cases, 
Very few trees wind up growing and thriving using this method, she said. A tree exists within a biodiverse ecosystem, Graham said. You have to create or repair that entire ecosystem to actually get the carbon sequestration results we need to see in the world. This is where the mapping component comes into play. It starts with the creation of extremely detailed terrain maps taken by drones to which the team adds specialized details of vegetation and animal species with a level of detail impossible to capture through satellite imagery or your standard camera strapped to a drone. This includes data like leaf spoilage on shrubs or the height of individual trees, which are impossible to gather with satellite imagery. Dendra's work may sound and is cutting edge, but it's far from a hypothetical, futuristic look at how ecosystems might one day be restored. The company has already carried out 38 projects in 11 countries, including the restoration of more than 50 species of vegetation, deploying some 8.67 million seeds across hundreds of hectares. To date, much of this work has taken place in Australia and the United Kingdom. However, thanks to a $10 million funding round announced this month, it is now expanding its global presence to focus on projects across the Americas. Moving forward to TechCrunch.com, Chinese propaganda network on Facebook used artificial intelligence-generated faces. Facebook removed two networks of fake accounts, spreading government propaganda on the platform Tuesday, one originating in China and one in the Philippines. In its latest report on this kind of coordinated campaign, the company said it took down 155 Facebook accounts, 11 pages, 9 groups, and 7 Instagram accounts connected to the Chinese activity and 57 accounts, 31 pages, and 20 Instagram accounts for the activity in the Philippines. Both operations broke Facebook's rules against coordinated inauthentic behavior on behalf of a foreign or government entity. The company released the report Thursday in coordination with Grafica, a social analytics company that specializes in disinformation. Grafica regularly analyzes this kind of activity in coordination with Facebook, and its reports dive into more depth about the techniques. Moving forward to SingularityHub.com, this microchip has its own built-in cooling system. As we pack electronics into even smaller packages, dealing with the heat they produce is becoming a growing challenge. Now researchers have developed a liquid cooling system integrated directly within a microchip that dramatically outperforms previous approaches. A new approach that builds microfluid cooling channels into chips could provide dramatically better cooling using far less water. The design, reported in a paper in Nature, is capable of 50 times the performance of state-of-the-art alternative cooling systems, according to the authors. This cooling technology will enable us to make electronic devices even more compact and could considerably reduce energy consumption around the world. Study leader Alison Matoli from École Polytechnique Federale de Lucene in Switzerland said in a press release, we placed microfluidic channels very close to the transistor's hotspots with a straightforward and integrated fabrication process so that we could extract the heat in exactly the right place and prevent it from spreading throughout the device, 
said Matoli. These power circuits are present in all kinds of electronics, from data centers to electric vehicles, so boosting their efficiency could still slash a significant chunk off our cooling bills. This should also help cut the size and weight of these crucial components, which could help us pack far more electronics into constrained platforms like drones or wearables. Moving forward to technologyreview.com, synthetic biologists have created a slow-growing version of the coronavirus to give as a vaccine. Live vaccines defeated smallpox and polio. One company claims a weakened coronavirus could do the same for COVID-19. The startup company behind a new version of SARS-CoV-2 called Codagenic is working with Serum Institute of India, based in Pune, which bills itself as the world's largest vaccine maker. Plans are for the first volunteers to sniff up the synthetically designed virus starting in November in initial human safety tests in the United Kingdom. The most advanced COVID vaccine candidates, including those from AstraZeneca and Moderna Pharmaceuticals, expose a person only to one part of the virus, the crown-shaped spike that gives it its name, in order to generate antibodies. What are the risks? An attenuated virus can still be dangerous for people with compromised immune system. Another risk is that a weakened virus can revert to its more dangerous form. We always get the question if it will revert, says Coleman. That does occur with polio. In recent decades, more outbreaks have been caused by vaccine strains than by the wild virus. According to Plotkin, that's because only relatively few mutations distinguish Sabin's vaccine strains from wild polio. And the attenuated virus, which does multiply inside people and even spreads between them, can eventually mutate back to its original form. Rather than the vaccine strain reverting to the dangerous form, Deere says bigger risks is that the wild coronavirus will mutate in ways that render certain vaccines less effective. The coronavirus hasn't been changing very substantially so far. In fact, it's been remarkably stable. Yet, if the spike protein were to change, the main candidate vaccines could become less effective because they only target that molecule. An attenuated live vaccine, because it includes all the parts of the virus, may not have that problem. We don't want to be chasing the virus if it changes, he says, but if it does, we'll still have a vaccine that's still 99% similar. And moving forward to psychology today, new brain-computer interface transforms thoughts into images. University of Helsinki uses AI machine learning to imagine what you're thinking. Achieving the next level of brain-computer interface BCI Advancement researchers at the University of Helsinki used artificial intelligence, AI, to create a system that uses signals from the brain to generate novel images of what the user is thinking and published the results earlier this month in scientific reports. To the best of our knowledge, this is the first study to use neural activity to adapt a generative computer model and produce new information matching a human operator's intention, wrote the Finnish team of the researchers. The brain-computer interface industry holds the promise of innovating future neuroprosthetic medical and healthcare treatments, 
Example of BCI companies led by pioneering entrepreneurs include Brian Johnson's Kernel and Elon's Musk, Neuralink. The University of Helsinki researchers used a combination of a genitive neural network with neuroadaptive brain interfacing, neuroadaptive brain interfacing to create a new BCI paradigm. Neuroadaptive genitive modeling is the estimation of a person's intentions via adapting a genitive model to neural activity to expand capability and not be limited to predefined categories. The researchers based the solution on a generative adversarial network. A generative adversarial network, GAN, to generate novel information from a latent representation of an input space. Generative adversarial networks are a relatively recent innovation in artificial intelligence machine learning, where two artificial neural networks simultaneously train one another by competing. Backpropagation is applied to the dueling neural networks. GANs enable machines to imagine. GANs enable machines to imagine and create their own novel images. Brain activity is used to adjust the latent space to provide an unlimited output of possible samples. Our experiment provided strong evidence that neuroadaptive modeling is highly effective in generating previously non-existing information. Let me say that again. Our experiment provided strong evidence that neuroadaptive modeling is highly effective in generating previously non-existent information matching the human operator's intended perceptual categories, the researchers wrote. The worldwide brain-computer interface market is now projected to grow over the next seven years at a compound annual growth rate of 15.5% to reach of $3.7 billion in revenue by 2027, according to Grandview Research. Brain-computer interface advancements may one day help treat a variety of brain disorders and diseases such as dementia, epilepsy, paralysis, Alzheimer's disease, Parkinson's disease, and sleep disorders. With each new innovative discovery, science breaks existing limits with novel paradigms in hopes of a better future ahead. And moving forward to techexplore.com, researchers create ambient vibration energy harvester with automatic resonance tuning mechanism. Korean researchers have developed an energy harvester that can generate electric power from ambient vibrations with diverse frequencies through a novel automatic resonance tuning mechanism. It was recently announced by the Korea Institute of Science and Technology that a research team led by Dr. Hyun Chol Sung from the KIST Center for Electronic Materials developed an energy harvester that can perform automatic resonance tuning, ART, art, by adjusting the natural frequency by itself and adapting to the environmental conditions. Energy harvesting technology is applied to harvest electrical energy from waste energy sources such as vibration, 
heat, light, and so on. A device that is capable of harvesting energy from its surroundings can generate power on its own without needing any batteries or being connected to a power outlet. This technology is especially useful to an standalone power source for small electronic devices that operate wirelessly, like IoT systems, Internet of Things systems. Vibrations generated by automobiles, trains, industrial sites, and so on can be used to produce electric energy with energy harvesting technology. But for any real-life applications, there must be a way to produce and store as much electric energy as possible from small vibrations. To do this, it is necessary to take advantage of the resonance phenomenon in which the glass is shattered by high-pitched sounds or a large bridge is collapsed by a breeze. However, an energy harvester has a single natural frequency, yet the vibrations we find in our surroundings occur in a wide range of different frequencies. This is why an energy harvester must be tuned according to the environment where it is installed so as to induce resonance, and this has caused limitations to use energy harvesters. Energy Harvester, developed by Dr. Song Hyun Chul's team at KIST, produces energy by resonating with the vibrations of the surrounding environment. Researchers at KIST instead develop an energy harvester with a special structure capable of tuning itself to the surrounding frequency without a separate electrical device. There is a proof mass that moves autonomously inside the energy harvester, and when vibration in the surroundings is detected, the weight moves to a different location according to the vibration frequency. The energy harvester thus gains the same frequency as that of the external vibration and achieves resonance. As a result, the range of frequencies where resonance can be achieved by the energy harvester developed by KIST researchers is 1400% greater than that of existing devices that have a single, natural frequency. Dr. Hyun Cho Song, who led this research team, said, The significance of this study is that we were the first to implement an energy harvester that has a simple structure and can perform self-tuning without additional energy consumption. It is expected to greatly speed up the real-life application of energy harvesters I believe that self-tuning energy harvesters will play a key role on the standalone power source for wireless sensor networks, wearable electronic devices, and the Internet of Things, which is one of the core technologies of the fourth industrial revolution. We're going to take a music moment and come back with herbnology, blessings, and grace. Ting Bam, 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 bam,
asparagus, parsley, cucumber, kale, and don't forget the collard greens, basil, oregano. You know I love my avocado. I'm in love with the cocoa, coconut. Daylight comes, told me I go pick a bunch of green banana. Boil it in a stew. So you know I gotta add some callaloo. Eat your greens. Blessings and grace. And welcome to Herbnology. I'll be talking about the benefits of sarsaparilla. The most impressive health benefits of sarsaparilla include its anti-cancer potential, the ability to reduce inflammation, help in weight loss, boost the immune system, alleviate skin conditions, increase libido, and relieve stomach issues. Sarsaparilla plants are typically woody or thorny and most commonly found in tropical, warm, and temperate regions around the world. You may know this plant by a different name, depending on where you live, including catbriar, carrion flowers, or prickly ivy. These plants can grow in many forms, including evergreen shrubs, deciduous trees, and hanging vines, and they typically have a cluster of red or purple berries. Sarsaparilla is typically used for its beneficial extract. This is why the plant has gained such popularity as the roots contain a high concentration of nutrients and organic compounds that can be added to soups, stews, herbal supplements, drinks, and dessert. A powdered form of the root is also widely used in traditional medicine. The taste of sarsaparilla resembles the flavors of wintergreen, vanilla, and licorice. Sarsaparilla is generally related to root beer, and this may help you get an idea of how it may taste like. The presence of antioxidants in the root and extract of sarsaparilla has been very useful for cancer researchers around the world looking into more natural and herbal remedies. If you're suffering from any sort of inflammatory issue, such as gout, arthritis, or even aching muscles and joints, the active ingredients of sarsaparilla can help alleviate those pains. It contains various compounds, such as saponins, perillinin, and other flavonoids, that can soothe those flare-ups within the body and alleviate pain and discomfort. One of the more traditional uses of sarsaparilla was to increase the libido of men and women to increase fertility. Some of the organic compounds found in this root extract have been shown to increase blood flow and boost sperm motility, thereby increasing the chances of conception and improving overall sex drive. The natural antibacterial properties of sarsaparilla berries and the compounds in the roots make this herbal supplement a wonderful way to increase the strength of your immune system. The antibacterial properties can also help prevent infections on the skin and greatly improve your response time to cold and other common illnesses. It appears that sarsaparilla can suppress appetite. That means for those trying to lose weight, adding the supplement can curb your cravings and keep you from cheating on your diet. The antibacterial properties of sarsaparilla are one reason why the topical application of this extract in salves and creams is so popular. 
the antioxidant content can also improve the appearance and health of skin by eliminating wrinkles and reducing the appearance of age spots. When applied or consumed, it can keep you looking young. Sarsaparilla has long been used as a diuretic, which means it stimulates urination and those who consume it. For people who want to purify their body or detoxify in some way, a diuretic can eliminate excess fats, salts, toxins, and water from the body. Furthermore, it has been known to purify the blood, thereby increasing overall health and reducing strain on the liver and the kidneys. Sarsaparilla has benefits of anti-cancer potential, reduce inflammation, help in weight loss, boost the immune system, alleviate skin conditions, increase libido, and relieve stomach issues. Always turn to the nature of the Most High as your first line of defense for all your healing needs. We're going to take a music moment and come back with the metaphysics of the moment. Blessings and grace. Sun. We are the ones who come for light it up in your horizon The darkness run when we eyes it up Give me your drum, beat Babylon Them chanting songs with us, war is not fun We use words sound and we light them up Keep the fire burning,
It is time you open up that metaphysical grave that had been dug for you, the part of you, the spark that lays buried. That is what's going to open you up. That's what's going to give you the ability to escape. Escape your metaphysical mind. Blessings and grace, and welcome to the metaphysics of the moment. I'll be starting off with the metaphysical meaning of race consciousness. The human race has formed laws of physical birth and death, laws of sickness and physical inability, laws making food the source of bodily existence, laws of mind that recognize no other source of existence except the physical. The sum total of these laws forms a race consciousness separate from and independent of creative mind. When creative mind sought to help men spiritually, the mind of the flesh opposed it and made every effort to solve its problems in its own way. The great need of the human family is mind control. Yeshua showed us that mastery is attained through realization of the power of spirit, the metaphysical meaning of power, man's innate control over his thoughts and feelings, a quickening from on high, must precede his realization of dominion. Ye shall receive power when the Holy Spirit is come upon you. Acts 1.8 The Most High is all power, thus all things are possible with him. The mind and the body of man have power to transform energy from one plane of consciousness to another. This is the power and dominion implanted in man from the beginning. The climax of man's power and dominion is set forth in the resurrection and ascension of the type man, Yeshua. In mind, power is increased through exalted ideas. These show us the relation between the world without and the mind within and we find that they are parallel. Whatever you see in the external, you may be assured, has its parallel in mind. The same law is operating in the spiritual realm and the material realm under different masks of manifestation. The one thing to understand is that whatever we see without is controlled by something within. This law, once revealed to the mind, clears up the whole creation and shows how the Most High works. Man is the power of the Most High in action. To man is given the highest power in the universe, the conscious power of thought. There is a universal creative force that urges man forward to the recognition of the creative power of his individual thought. This thought is elemental, and all its attributes come under the dominion of man. When he cooperates with principle, man sits on the throne of his authority and the elemental force is subject to him. Spiritual power is omnipresent. It is released in our body by spiritualizing our consciousness. This divine energy will surge through us as we erase negative thoughts from the consciousness and become one with God-mind. The metaphysical meaning of consecration. It's the dedication of one's everyday thought to the Most High, a complete surrender of oneself to the Most High. The entire mind is brought under the control of the Christ consciousness, 
with whole-souled devotion to spiritual ideas. It is the one way to perfect peace of mind. Consecration also means the application of all one's tact, skill, and inspiration to bringing other men into Yeshua's light. Thus the whole world is to be brought into the Christfold and transformed by truth. Who then offereth willingly to consecrate himself this day unto Jehovah? First Chronicles 29.5 The metaphysical meaning of trouble. It means calamity, difficult disaster, the sure result of wrong thinking. All economic, social, and personal trouble can be traced back to selfishness of the sense man. When spiritual man takes control of mind substance, all trouble of every kind dissolves into thin air. Trumpets and symbols in Ezra 3.10, the trumpets and symbols in the hands of the priests and Levites are the thrills and waves of harmonious energy. They go to every part of our mind and our body when we rejoice in spirit when our hearts is filled with gratitude and we express ourselves in thanksgiving to the author of our being. The metaphysical meaning of insanity, an unbalanced condition of the faculties of mind. The remedy is to know and realize that the unclouded Christ mind dominates all one's thinking and that there is a perfect balance and control in both mind and body. The metaphysical meaning of thought, a product of thinking, a mental vibration or impulse. Each thought is an identity that has a central ego around which all its elements revolve. Thoughts are capable of expressing themselves. Every thought clothes itself in a life form according to the character given it by the thinker. The form is simply the conclusion of the thought. One of the axiomatic truths of metaphysics is that thoughts are things, that the mind of man marshals its faculties and literally makes into living entities the thought that it entertains is also a foregone conclusion. The word things expresses poorly the active and very vital character of the thought to which the mind gives life, substance, and intelligence. We see many inanimate things around us in the material world. If we compare our creative thoughts with them, we get an inferior conception of the marvelous ability of our mind and its creative capacity. Thought is controlled by the right use of affirmation and denial, by the power of the mind to accept and reject. This power of the mind is the I am, and it is through the avenue of expression of I am, that thought control, dominion, and mastery are obtained. Thoughts are controlled by the mind through its power to say yes or no. To hold a thought is to affirm or deny a certain preposition both mentally and audibly until the logic of the mind is satisfied and the spiritual realization is attained and the thought center The surrounding mental climate created by each person in accordance with the character of his thinking. Thoughts of negation build an antagonistic 
and discordant atmosphere, thoughts of love and prosperity, of health and faith, create a harmonious mental atmosphere. The thought center, a collection or aggregation of ideas in the mind. Thoughts of one kind are attracted to one another. Form and consciousness group themselves in the body and build organs through which they manifest. For example, love manifests through the heart. And thought power, the moving force within an idea that gives it expression. All structures are built by thought power. This power is transmitted from mind to mind and from mind to body in all living forms. And thought vibrations, energy sent out by the force and power of thought. All who are in like planes of consciousness with the thinker of the thought receives these thought energies. In this way, telepathic messages are sent and received. There is a law of spirit that equalizes all forces generated by the mind. This law is in the keeping of divine principle, and there is neither success nor safety in using thought energies without its guiding wisdom. The metaphysical meaning of faculty, spiritual faculty, an individualized center of the Most High Consciousness. The twelve faculties or ideas in divine mind are faith, strength, wisdom, or judgment, love, power, imagination, understanding, will, order, or law, zeal, renunciation, and life. Man takes control of his faculties through exercising the will. There are two ways to develop the spiritual faculties through the evolutionary law of experience and trial or by direct power of the word or the I am. The law of Moses and the experiences of the children of Israel under the old dispensation represent the first and the transforming power of the true word or the gospel of Yeshua is set forth in the New Testament is the second. When divine mind is looked to as the only, the one and only guide, the faculties of man are developed in an orderly manner through the power of the word. For sin shall not have dominion over you, for ye are not under the law, but under grace. Romans 6.14 The metaphysical meaning of obsession. All conscious thoughts may become subconscious, and error may be held in mind until it is firmly fixed or crystallized and so strong that it takes control of a man. Such controlling mental states are false states of consciousness, anger, jealousy, greed, appetite, passion, are traits that, when allowed to become dominant, are obsessions and are the demons that are to be cast out. The metaphysical meaning of unclean spirit. A man with an unclean spirit is a fixed state of mind in which the thought of impurity is dominant. The man with the unclean spirit, Mark 1.23, may also be said to represent sense consciousness possessed with the thought that it can find satisfaction in the sensations of the flesh. The unclean spirit or sense consciousness recognizes one who speaks with the authority of the I am, recognizes him as the Holy One, 
of the Most High because it is approached on the side of the subconsciousness in the silence and recognizes that it is dealing with the Master. The rebuke of Yeshua, Mark 125, signifies a denial of sense power and the affirmation of peace followed by a command, come out of him. The tearing and crying are signs of the resistance of the sense thought to truth and the metaphysical meaning of woman. Greek woman of Mark 725 to 30. Also the woman with the alabaster cruise of ointment, Matthew 26, 7. Metaphysically, woman. The Greek woman of Tyre and Sidon may also be said to represent the unspiritualized love that is natural to the body. Her daughter is physical sensation, which has been sensualized by impure thought. Whenever the illumined I am, Yeshua, senses its attention anywhere in the body, there is at once a quickening of intelligence and a reaching out for higher things by the consciousness functioning there. Every part of the organism is under the control of a set of thoughts that direct and care for that particular function. The nerves are under the control of a thought that thinks about nerves, the muscles, bones, blood. Every department of the man has its distinct thought center. So we are made up of many men and many women because the masculine and feminine qualities are equally distributed and they all work together in harmony when divine order is established. We use all these different parts of our being, but not understandingly. In our ignorance, we dissipate the natural purity and strength of these obedient people who form our soul and our body. But when we become illumined by spirit, a reform sets in, and they all reflect the new light that has come to us, especially so when we concentrate our mind on the life centers or enter into a house. Mark 7.24 There lingers in the mind that old idea borrowed from the limited version of the Jew that spirit does not include the body in its redemptive process, but the body cries out for cleansing and purification. This understanding of the unity and purity of the one life brings healing to the demonized sense consciousness. The woman with the alabaster cruise of exceeding precious ointment Matthew 26.7 signifies the forgiving love of spirit and her ointment is the conserved nerve fluid that is stored up in the secret recesses of the body. The disciples thought that this precious ointment should be sold and the proceeds given to the poor because they were in the outer consciousness where there is a seeming lack of vitality at times and not understanding of the law of conservation. They thought that there poor needs should be supplied first. Yeshua was passing through the regeneration and the sense consciousness of the flesh body was being crucified. The precious substance of love was consumed to the end that it might be brought forth as the vitalizing element of his resurrected body. This is what Yeshua meant when he said that the ointment that the woman poured upon his body was preparation for his burial and the metaphysical meaning of integration. When all the desire of the mind and heart 
is to express the Most High. Man is made whole, unified, integrated. Blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. Matthew thirteen sixteen. Man is spiritually integrated when he experiences unity of mind and body through Christ consciousness. Extract the cognitive dissonance from your being and receive cognitive consonance, agreement within yourself, integrated and whole, at one atonement, being at one, the I am within yourself. We're going to take a music moment. Blessings and grace. For you on the other side Decide with Yah's potency Decide that can shine bright through adversity I will not quit No stops I will no more God, no Gotta keep on with the keeping on Pass through the storm Find your full way, full way some don't like to see others win Never mind, girl, go ahead within There's water for the soul and flames that's twin That's we are moving on still There you going with your same soul And I hope you see the same routine Usually I don't get mad But what's been done is so far, man Between what it is and what it seems I mean, they've been making you feel low Now they got to go, 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 go Center on my focus Center on my focus Center 
reminding me that I was moving towards destiny And I'd leave them Cause if not, it'd be treason For my own intuition And my own sacred soul It's time to shine I get it, I get it, I get it It's mine, then release the light like Go Blessings and grace, and thank you for joining me for another offering of Awaken Aware. I'd like to take a moment and show love to the frequency that accompanies me, the music, Co Abasol, Osalande, Words, Maisie Blue, Rule, Wax Roof, Wax Outro, Blue and Green, a Miles Davis cover, Wednesday Love. Cosmic Wonder, Moon and Scorpio Boogie, Betty, Relax, Kalissa, Topsy Turvy, F Soul, Greens, Kaya Victoria, I Ain't Going Nowhere, Tony Allen and Jeff Mills, The Night Watcher, Sister Nancy, Bam Bam, Joseph Leenberg featuring Kamasi Washington, Interstellar Universe, Sons of Kemet, your queen is a reptile, tough like iron, equal rights and justice. Charles Mingus, Monin, Muta Baraka, you yourself, Princess Kazaya, the time is now. Ronald Bruner Jr. featuring Thundercat, take the time. Leandra Johnson, change is now. Abijah Lioness, every day is a blessing. The Whitefield Brothers, featuring Bajka, Earthology, Soleil, Daughter of the Earth, and Rima, Modern Day. Remember that you are water. Cry, cleanse, flow. Remember that you are fire. Burn, tame, ignite. Remember that you are air. Be still. Focus. Decide. Remember that you are earth. Ground. Build. Give. Be you till full love so that you can rise and ascend. Blessings, grace, love, and strength to all.